0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Contramundum our 2023 year in review. I am Andrew Isker, with me is CJ. Hello CJ, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm I'm ready for the new year. Are okay. you? Are you uh, ready? No. No, not No. <laughs> not even 20, a little. 2024 is going to be wild.
0: <laughs> Nobody nobody's ready for 2024, I'm afraid. That 2024
1: that's I, is going to be insane.
0: Yeah, we will discuss, you know, we don't want to bury the lead here. We're going to discuss that uh, toward the close of the episode just how insane it is, it is going to be uh but uh to start out with uh to start out with you know how was your 2023 it, it, it was a yeah, good year it was a good year
1: yeah it did uh it ended strong for me very very busy i was like this is the year i'm just gonna relax <laughs> no relaxation <laughs> it was it was insane uh but it was a good year um, yeah a lot of writing uh things like that right not really not no, no, not, not enough, compared, obviously not, not um, compared to previous years, uh, too yeah, much the, posting, too much posting. As always. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good year. Yeah. The people want more CJ writing. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. so maybe you know, I we'll, want get more.
0: The, we'll get to the resolutions for 2024 toward the end, uh, but that better <laughs> be one. Um, but yeah, to start out with, I, I remember, you know, we've been doing this show almost for a year. We started in February. Um, and it you know don't go back and watch those episodes because they we were still figuring out how to do all this, but uh, one of the first stories of the year that we talked about was and and it's, it seems like ten years ago that's I, always... I
1: I remember nothing so yeah I know
0: I know it seems like ten years I'm, ago I'm excited that all this
1: stuff happens I get um, to hear I get to hear what we talked about so let's do it right
0: <laughs> well you know it, it actually happened this year uh, the Chinese spy balloon do you remember the Chinese yeah. spy balloon.
1: Um, yeah. And, and I thought it was just fake, stupid, like China anti-China hype. And I was right. I'm going to call a victory on that one.
0: Yeah. I think you, I think you were, um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't really know what, to, and nobody really knew what to think of it. Right. What, what, what even was it? Um, and if I recall correctly, your opinion of it was there's kind of this generic, uh, anti China stance but it's 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 weird because there's you know all of the you know chicanery that our ruling class does with China and all all sorts of you know how they they buy them off and things like that um is is it's tinged by that but overall there is this bellicose stance that is is growing within the ruling class toward China and it kind of was just you know they used it to take advantage of that right uh, it was mm-hmm. is that do you is this ringing bells about what you said uh, you maybe you yeah heard.
1: i mean like so on foreign policy like I, I think um i i don't think i'm as um like absolutist as i was during my libertarian years but i certainly have kept the extreme um like cynicism about foreign narratives yeah as you um, should like yeah. i I still think that like u s is a rogue state in the world, and it's the it's the yeah. causer of all these problems i don't i don't I don't look at China as like the chief pro- like or Russia or any of these things no. um like that uh, I, I think that I think the United States is the engine of these like shenanigans going on uh, everywhere in the world, so I don't buy almost anything that's like my most libertarian position is foreign policy,
0: yeah, and it isn't. And and the thing is, it's it's one of those things where when you when you say that, people immediately think, "Oh, well, you must uh, you must think Putin is good and China is good." And it's like, no, it, that's not at all what I think. I mean, these, are, these are sovereign states that are pursuing their own interests, uh, and you know, sometimes yeah. you know, I think I think, it's, bad, I think it's, it doesn't matter. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like I, I think it's kind of a, a deficiency of like the American way of viewing things that we have to look at everything. In terms of like good and evil, who are the um, good
0: guys? Well, we are. Yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Like I, I, think that's, I think that's ridiculous. I think it's much more of a realistic understanding of the world to have a real politik view, where they're basically all looking out for their own interests, except for the United States, because they don't care about American interests. <laughs> so no,
0: they, they are looking out for someone's interests, uh, many, many someone's, uh, but not, not ours as a people. Yeah. Let me, Certainly let me, not.
1: let me respond the, uh, to this. Um, yes. The, the answer is yes. Like seven years for me, <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's just, so Ron Paul, where you and
0: scrape. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron
1: Paul 2011. Um, and it probably crashed for me in 2020. So what's that? Like nine years, maybe. Yeah. That's crazy. 2020. It, it took that long. I
0: I mean, you were, you were moving away from. Yeah. But from I was becoming,
1: I was, yeah, but I was still would have called, labeled myself a libertarian paleo libertarian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. Um that's that is uh yeah, I, I suppose. I mean, I was probably off of libertarianism by twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen.
1: I thought it was cringe it was, and gay. I, th- yeah. I thought it was cringe and gay like in probably twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, but like I still I hadn't convinced myself. Like I, I was still an intellectual purist, um, and so I still had to cling to it because I couldn't find a way around it. So,
0: yeah, even, even, and even within that, me too, like I, I, I still Mm -hmm. wanted, you know, this, this intellectual or ideological purity on things rather than looking at the world where it's like, uh, it's a lot more gray than I really want to admit that it is. And, you know, you begin to actually, you know, you read, you read scripture and particularly Proverbs and like Ecclesiastes, and you, and then you begin, you know, having that. you know, form your, um, your outlook on the world. And it's, it's, it's hard to be this doctrinaire libertarian where everything is in its neat little compartments and very black, very white, uh, when you look at a, a world through that lens. Um, and, and so that's, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it, it happened to us both indet- independently, which is, <laughs> I think, you know, hilarious. And, and not just us. I mean, a lot of people that were in the more rightish libertarian world uh, for sure. I mean, did you see, you know, speaking of which, did you see um, Jeffrey Tucker's tweet about immigration? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, it's I mean, like, that's
0: an example right there.
1: Um, yeah. He's, he went off the the deep end on the left um, years yeah. ago. So he's, I think he's been more sane in the last couple of years. I think,
0: and I think it was 2020 and all the craziness of 2020 that, that, you know, shaped things
1: for him for sure. Yeah, the immigration thing is actually really interesting because um, you can come up with a libertarian um, opposition to uh, you know immigration. But I mean, Murray Rothbard was had his like, like he was so ahead of the game in terms of recognizing yeah. that immigration is actually just a weapon. It's It's, it's been weaponized uh, and it's yeah. a political tool. It has nothing to do with like these blueprint ideals of like how. Property owners can interact with, um, you know, like immigrants coming over their own private borders and stuff like that. It's actually just a political weapon. Yeah, it's not.
0: Um, it's not the free movement of peoples or whatever. I mean, yeah. even right now, and, and maybe we can we, we can pivot into you know, the immigration you, as a topic for twenty twenty three.
1: If you're uh, listening to this, there's a great book called Weapons of Mass Migration. You guys should look. You should look it up. Who's that by? Do you, know, do you know, I it forget. Just look up Weapons of Mass Migration. It's a really cool book. It 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 just it. I mean, it goes back years and just looks at like twenty twentieth century immigration is just a tool of the state of, of yeah. the managerial state. I should say.
0: Yeah, and there was a, there was a good tweet um you know on the topic of immigration. That is a big story in 2023. Um you know, looking at the at the numbers, you know, there've been millions of <laughs> I- illegal aliens that have come in and and on, on top of the all of the legal immigrants that the mm-hmm. Biden administration have brought in as well. And so, I mean, we're talking millions upon millions. I mean, by the time his term is finished, if it does end in January of 2025, um, there will be about 15 million, yeah. Uh, that and that those are like official numbers, yeah, right. And so yeah. you have to assume like they're lying, they're probably it's probably bigger than that. That's insane. Um, which what's, I mean, that's
1: like, yeah, what's the least populous state? What's what's like, do you know, is the it Wyoming maybe? Like, I don't know, at, like, no. i, I don't know. I'll just look it up. Population of Wyoming, I mean, that's that's yeah. crazy numbers. Population, maybe it's Alaska, Alaska
0: is that's a large landmass. Uh, that's certainly the least
1: a dense population. Hey, but um, so so Andrew what um guess just guess what the population of Wyoming is. Just throw it out there. 270,000. 600. Well yeah, 7 780 or sorry, 5, 785 580. Okay, I was half half right. So <laughs> 15 million is um it's like to say it's an invasion is That's like 30 Wyomings,
0: right? That's not. Yeah, to say
1: it's, to say it's an invasion is so like understating. What's going on here? I mean, they're building yeah. mass armies. Yeah, yeah. What, you I tweeted mean, that the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's it's insane. I mean, yeah. these Paul are comment here. Yeah,
0: yeah. The pl- political solutions are rapidly disappearing. Just uh, thinking about the Muslim flood in Europe depresses me. Well, don't don't be you know too depressed, but you know, it is. Uh, it it can be. You know, uh, um, it is, and, and like you're you're saying, you know, CJ, it is like yeah to say that it's just. Uh, an invasion, like invasions, have happened throughout history, right? There, there are yeah. ana- historical analogs for invasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is well beyond that. I mean, when you are talking about uh, millions of people, that's massive. Like yeah. that, that, that it's it's. And the thing is, when you get in, into large numbers, it's hard for our minds mm-hmm. to conceptualize just how many people that is. Like, yeah,
1: it's that's why I brought up Wyoming. I mean, yeah. Wyoming is like a 10th of what's going on. I mean, that's insane.
0: Yeah. I mean, just think of like the largest college football stadiums in America, like can hold a hundred thousand people. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you, you know, on, on new Mm -hmm. years, you're watching, you know, college football and you see a hundred thousand people in Michigan or, or whatever, um, like multiply that by a hundred. And then you have a scale for just how many people are flooding into the country. It's, it's, it,
1: it's, it's, I I I'm at a loss for words to think yeah, I mean, about it, right? People may disagree with me on this, but I think this is a more important issue than the trans thing because the trans thing that can be shut down like in a day, like it's stupid and like whatever. But like this is changing, this is a world historical phenomenon. This is yeah. changing, this is like an epochal movement of people. This is can't even put words to it.
0: Yeah. So like, yeah, the state of Virginia, you know, very still very populous state, seven to nine million. So yeah, an half. entire you know, more than the entire state of Virginia in the last four years. Yeah. Right? Twice Virginia, probably. Yeah. That's it's insane. Absolutely insane. And, and so, yeah, I mean, even like that's the thing like this week and I, I, am sorry to bring this up. Um, but the calendar thing, people are going nuts about the calendar, the stupid grift calendar. Right. <laughs> um, and, and it's like, I get people, you know, you, you want to talk about whatever the thing is people are talking about. Um, and I indulge in it a little, tiny little bit too, but, <laughs> Mm-hmm. like that. And even, yeah, you bring up the trans, like the trans thing, you could shut down in in a heartbeat if mm-hmm. you, if you wanted to, I mean, it is, it is, it is a problem because of just how outrageous it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that could be dealt with easily. This is something that cannot be dealt right. with as easily. Yeah. Um, when you're, you're talking about mass population shifts, that is, that it, it is, it is hard to even, Think about how you go about fixing. I mean, this problem. is what
1: I said online. Like people, people are gonna have to really use their imaginations to understand the extent to which like political action is gonna have to be just absolutely brutal in order to reverse things. We're entering phases of political activity that the reversal will be just um, brutal. It'll just be insane. People have are not ready for what it would take to reverse these changes, and if in yeah. the consequences of not reversing them. Are probably even worse. So that's the thing. Even more brutal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so like when when Trump says we're you know, we're going to carry out the largest mass deportation in history, right? Um, that but that won't even cut it. What is the what is the biggest is, deportation we've ever had? Like what have I, we ever had a deportation? I think what it was during Eisenhower? It was maybe a few hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, exactly. Over several yeah. years, people can't even.
0: Yeah, and, and so it's like, it is. It's the kind of thing where I mean, you're talking. You know, rounding up millions of people and shipping them out of the country—it um, is, it, it, like the—I the, mean, people were going crazy over the the kids in cages thing at the beginning of Trump's <laughs> right, term, right, right, right. And 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 like, if you actually thought about what was going on there, like these are all children that came across the border without any parents or guard, you know, family, you know, relatives or anything. They're totally unaccompanied, which you are assuming they're probably being trafficked, right? And and so. There's nothing else to do with them. There's so many of them. What what do you possibly do but house them somewhere? Mm-hmm. And they're treating it like it's Auschwitz or something. And it's just insane. Right. And and so that that would dwarf that. Right. It if would you dwarf that anymore. but
1: also you're dealing with like like fighting age males. Like what yeah, like what think about the clash. Like this is this is like like people think I'm ridiculous, but like it would actually take it would actually take um an intense warfare. to to deal with these situations. Plus you look at the corporations that have, that are actually sponsoring it and facilitating it. They have their own private armies. And you know, a lot of like the army groups are bought out. They're subverted. Like there's no easy way out here. No. And,
0: and, and all of it, like you bring up the, the corporations and, 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 you know, NGOs and things like that. Like that's, that's the, the other part of it is, and back to kind of, you know, the libertarian argument about it, um, where it's not just people, randomly of their own volition, deciding I want to go live in America now Uh, because right. If you have nothing right. And this is a point I think, uh, you know, I think I retweeted this tweet. Uh, If I didn't, I'm sorry. Um, It, if, if I were going to like on foot right now, take my family, we're going to walk from, you know, I live in Southern Minnesota. We're just going to walk to Iowa, which is like an hour drive from where I'm sitting now. Um, And we had nothing but the clothes on our backs right, that would be extremely difficult to do. Even like, okay, say it's not winter, it's summer. Just walking, you know, a hundred miles from one state to the other without any money, right? Um, That would be nuts. And you're talking about people doing that across entire continents, Mm -hmm. right? Obviously, obviously someone is footing the bill for this to happen and drawing these people here. It's not... It's not just people randomly decide. Oh, I guess I'm going to go to America now. It is. It's it's being facilitated actively. Like people are paying this. This is like you said. It is, it is a political weapon that they're are wielding, yeah. and, and I, I think so many people are afraid to even like talk about this issue.
1: So right? Andrew, I just I looked up the uh, population of Honduras, ten million. Yeah, Yes, yeah, They're so like the entire population like, of Honduras. This isn't, this is like, I, I, yeah. People can't put their grasp, their minds around what's going on here. No, no. I mean, I, 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 just, I'm, I am. Um. like, and I tell, like, I told I'll my father, I was talking to my father-in-law about it, you know? And he's like, it's funny. Cause like a lot of the people I tell about it, they're like, Oh, that's crazy. You know, have you seen the game? <laughs> Did you see the game last night? And it's like, yeah. dude, you <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's just, but, but people are becoming radicalized. Like even like, I was just talking to my father-in-law about it and he's like, 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 what do we do? Like, should we? Like, should I? Like, you know, get my guns? I'm like, dude, stop! Do you don't, even don't go down that path. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. So um, it's like, but I don't know what. I, there's no answer. There's no, no. there's no short term answer. You know, we, no, the and, only way out is through.
0: Yeah, and and but at the same time, like the the pressure that it's being brought to bear because of it, um, is is something that I think is cracking the republican party right which is which is completely worthless and weak um and and, and so it, it goes beyond like the persona of a single man of donald trump who is just kind of the conduit of this of this angst and anger and and fury over it um it's it it is something where you know these are these are 100 dollar bills lying on the ground for any enterprising you know, political figure to pick up. And, you know, and, and this, and and again, this goes beyond someone like Trump, like if, if someone began talking about the scale of, of what is occurring and, and, and the thing too, like even, and this gets into some of the, you know, Christian nationalism uh, conversation, things that we've, we've talked about before, but like, like if you, if you bring in tens of millions of people, Right, a, a massive chunk of of new people that are completely different from the from the heritage and culture and, and so on and so forth of a of a given nation. Right, you are you are radically changing it. It no longer is that nation anymore. More. Right, and and people need to like at, at a certain point, you add enough people, it no longer is it anymore. It's, it's a different thing. Yeah. And so if somebody's actively facilitating, wanting this to happen. Right. They, they want to destroy America. Like that's mm-hmm. the point. And, and people need to begin to frame it in that. And and, and honestly, you know, like Trump, um, <laughs> was saying this, right. He got in trouble recently, uh, saying, you know, they're poisoning the blood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: They're poisoning the blood.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> and, uh, and people obviously freaked out about that and everything else, <laughs> but, uh, but, and, and, and part of you know him saying it that way is to is to draw the attention on this topic, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's why he's saying it. Where it's like, okay, well, okay, Mister uh, Liberal uh, Consensus Enjoyer, right? How many tens of millions of of third world people can you bring into America for it still to be America?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. At a certain point, it no longer is. Mm-hmm. Then you're just Guatemala and Honduras and where, wherever else. Right. At what point is it just not America anymore? Right, and and the second question from that is, is it okay to want to keep it America?
1: Mm -hmm. Right,
0: right. Is that is that morally wrong to want to retain America as a distinct people? Right, is that wrong? And you get into this, and like there, there there's so many Christians, you know, many Christians that oppose, you know, people like us that will say, no, well, America could just you know die then. (laughs) <laughs> you know, that would be a sin yeah. to keep mm-hmm. America around. Like that would yeah. be their answer to the question. It I guess be. it's just, just, just have to die. Um, it's, it is, um, it, I think is the most, uh, certainly for America, the most significant issue of, of this year is mass migration and, yeah. and demographic replacement. And, and if people are too afraid to talk about it, well, that's, then we're in, we're in big trouble. If you can't even, if you can't even bring it up. Yeah. Um, you want to move on to the next, the next topic? Well, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, you know, there, there happens to be a war in, in Gaza that has been <laughs> ongoing since October, uh, between Israel and, and, uh, and Hamas and the Palestinians. We've talked about it a little bit. Um, but, uh. You know, early early on, I think we we both are, were like, you know, well, I guess it's happening. You know, things are happening, and, and it, you know, people are people were afraid of World War Three, and we kind of joked around about that a little bit. But, um, you know, what do you think is the outcome ultimately? I have, of I have conflict.
1: I, I have no idea. Like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Uh, but it seems to me like, you know, the the nothing ever happens camp was right again in my as they I, always
0: are yeah yeah
1: yeah like um until they're not yeah like so i i don't know if it has anything i i've seen some like heated rhetoric but that's mm-hmm. it i haven't really seen i mean I, there's the same videos the same photos the same you know this army is killing babies like it's just the same yeah. thing um so i don't even know like maybe it's just a big nothing thing that we're supposed to be all enamored by yeah well i i think it, i think it is that but i i
0: I think and this, this is something that it's it's coming out more and more and this was the big worry from the get go, is it's related to the immigration point where and I think even maybe Netanyahu said something recently to this extent, where it's like, Well, we're gonna we're basically gonna depopulate Gaza and we're gonna force the West to take all of the Palestinians, right? Which uh, seemed like from the beginning, like that's probably the most likely outcome.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what America that's the function that America plays, it's just a dumping ground for the yeah. third world. And, and I, I think that's
0: probably what's you know going to occur. They'll, they'll, you know, turn Gaza into rubble and um, we will have a few million new Americans, right? <laughs> uh, that's, that's probably, that's probably it. I don't think there's going to be a world war three. Although uh, some of what has occurred uh, recently is you have the Houthis in Yemen, you know, the rebels in Yemen who are, you know, apparently trying, attacking U.S. Navy ships. With drones and and possibly shipping,
1: yeah, but um, yeah. in the just, Red Sea, which is just a narrative to get America involved, like America and Israel yeah. are talking about like direct action in uh, Iraq again,
0: <laughs> and right. and then later, and of course against Iran, there was a there was an op-ed I think in the Wall Street Journal uh, by Neftali Bennett uh, saying America and Israel need to unite yeah. to attack Iran. <laughs> it's like, oh well. That's what we can expect under a Nikki Haley presidency uh, that America will be attacking Iran. Uh, Speaking of which, speaking of which, (laughs) speaking of which, um, you know, the odds, it doesn't obviously like polling wise, you know, if, if the Republican primary was all on one day and it was held today, she would not win. Right. Donald Trump would be the nominee. And if the, if the Republican National Convention happened today, he'd be the nominee. It's over. Right. But It isn't. And the odds are that some craziness is going to happen with the election. Uh, I I mean, just even in this, in this past year, um, you know, the theme I think of 2023 is unprecedented stuff, Mm -hmm. right. That, that has occurred Um, even though nothing ever happens, (laughs) right. As you said, right. A lot of unprecedented things have happened in the past year. The department of justice charging A former president of of you know felonies is a huge deal, Mm -hmm. right? That is it. It's that too is an understatement to say like this has never happened in American history ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so obviously the intent is to disqualify him from the presidency, right? Everybody knows this. That's the whole point of all all of these uh, indictments of Trump. And uh, now you have states like Colorado and Maine. That are taking him off the ballot uh, mm-hmm. for the primaries and and um, for the general election.
1: It's funny because, um, so I actually agree with Charles Hayward here that these uh, I want these things to happen. Like this is accelerationism. Oh, you're an like,
0: accelerationist. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, finally something. You're a bad something, boy.
1: Something exciting is going to happen here. Let's let's do it. Let's 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 knock him off all the all the ballots and just, you know, peel the mask off this regime. Like that's, I'm fine with that. Cause it's not like he's going to do anything in office anyways. I'd rather yeah. have the regime exposed people, agitated people caring more about, um, you know, what's happening in their world than, than they've ever, you know, cared before. Like, because, like America has, America has this privilege of, of um, basically not having to pay attention to politics um, yeah. you know, and so and not just electoral politics, electoral politics, politics as such, like yeah. politics as like you know, the concept of the political, like the clash yeah. of friends and enemies. That's what we need to rediscover. And so I think um these extremist um measures that the D- Democratic Party is taking is good, it helps people realize the regime is actually not just a movie, and number two, it helps them yeah. realize that the GOP is completely worthless and needs to burn to the ground. Yeah, so but those things seem uh, to happen.
0: That has been, you know, the recurrent theme of, you know, of our show for the past year is that, I mean, even in, even in the things that, that I say, or you say about, about Trump. Right. And this is, this is where I think a lot of people get confused. They think I'm just like, Oh, Donald Trump could do no wrong. He's so wonderful. He's so great. Uh, and it's like, no, like, that's not why I want him to be do, you know, the guy doing the things that he's doing. Uh, but because. His existence as a political figure delegitimizes the regime by default. Right? Mm-hmm. They cannot help themselves but to do these things mm-hmm. right? just because he exists. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, that, that is the great irony in all of this is if they don't do the impeachment trials or if they don't do the Russia hoax, if they don't do um, COVID and the BLM color revolution. Right, if they don't, and the fortifications, or right? if they don't do that stuff, and they just let him, let him do the minor little tweaks to the American liberal um, establishment that he wanted to do for eight years. Right, mm-hmm. say they just let him do what he wanted. Right, whatever he wanted to do. Right, it wouldn't dynamically affect things that much.
1: Right, it, it right. wouldn't.
0: I mean, it'd be. It'd be. It'd shave off a little bit of their power. Right, that's it. It'd just be a. All, all the guy was going to do was the most minor. I mean, he's rearranging the deck chairs in the Titanic, is what mm-hmm. he was doing. He wasn't going to cut, you know, trillions of dollars from the federal budget and slap like do uh, Javier Malay kind of stuff. You know, just get rid of and you know, two thirds of the federal government. He wasn't going to do that kind of stuff. Right? right. That never was going to happen. He was. He was going to slow down the influx of immigration. He was he was going to, you know, pursue a realist foreign policy to, you know, a certain extent. And they couldn't do it. Right? They could not possibly allow that to happen mm-hmm. because it's is ac- an actual genuine challenge uh that yeah, this is this is ex- exactly right from Jamie Starfish. Uh except it would be 8 years without new wars. Yeah. Exactly. I mm-hmm. mean that is that's the point. I mean I I I posted about this you know the other day. Where this is, I mean, this is the reason why they can't have him. And this is, you know, another topic we're going to get to, the Ukraine war. um, And yeah, um, he goes on to say, he threatened to leave NATO and that was unacceptable. You'll remember this. You're back, I mean, those of us old heads who were around in 2015, right? Remember that, you know, he was like uh, this... You know, media darling and they he was entertaining and they would attack him but not really that hard and they thought it was like oh it's just this little flash in the pan people once once the primary really goes he'll he'll you know fizzle out and they didn't start really attacking him until he said you know why are we in NATO we got all these rich countries they don't pay anything we're getting we're getting hosed you know like they, they're taking they're, they're taking all the, all our money right he's saying all this stuff and then the knives are out like, no, we can't do that. no. no. yeah, like,
1: because because people were weird. cheering, people loved it.
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah, and, and like all the grill Americans are like, yeah,
1: uh, are like, yeah.
0: yeah, why are we in NATO? <laughs> right. Um, right. That's a good question. Nobody really asked that question, you know, and like he's asking stuff like that because right. And you see, like, what is NATO being used for? Right. What under, under Obama? Right. What were they? what was NATO doing? Right, what what was its existence predicated upon to be a threat to Russia? Because they want regime change in Russia. They want mm-hmm. to do to Russia what they did to Ukraine in 2014. Mm-hmm. That's the entire point, right? And people have no idea. Like even in the context, you know, we could kind of pivot to Ukraine a little bit, but even in the context of Ukraine, right? I, I I'll talk to you. know, I had a conversation during Christmas with um, an an older you know boomer relative, and I was explaining. We were talking about Ukraine and, and I, I'm like, um, yeah, I think the war is pretty much over. And, you know, this relative of mine is like, what, really? Russia's going to lose? And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, they won. It's done. Like, yeah. Like, like you know, the, the average age of a Ukrainian soldier today, it's like 43 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Right. Like they don't have any men left. Like they just, they're starting to take amputees and, and literal dwarves. Um. No. No. Like, did you see that? Like the. Uh, I. The- I didn't.
1: No. I didn't see Ben Shapiro in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
0: Yeah. <it's-> <laughs> <laughs> like they. They. They just released a new list of like people that are acceptable for service now, and it's like all of the, all of all of the people that no longer could like medically qualify. Right. They're now they're conscripting those people, taking those people, and, and so it's like. They're, they're they're scraping the absolute bottom they're they're out of men and it doesn't matter how many hundreds of billions the United States sends in arms and everything else to them they it's done um and and so and I'm explaining like hey like do you know like why the war is happening like and because in their mind like listening to Fox News or whatever or Ben Shapiro or whoever is uh Vladimir Putin is literally Hitler and he just wants to roll tanks across Europe. And if we don't stop him here, he's going to take over everywhere. Like that's, that is the, the thing that they believe in their heart of hearts yeah. because that's what they've been told. They have no idea. Like, Hey, you know what happened in 2014 in Ukraine? Like Obama cooed their government, right? He just overthrew their government. They had a president that they elected and he was kind of in you know, middle of the ground. Maybe, maybe a little pro-Russia, and which you would, would make sense because you're bordering that country, um, and,
1: and half the population a, is Russian.
0: Yeah, is ethnic Russian. Yeah. Uh, maybe, not a, but but certainly in the eastern half of the country, a lot mm. of ethnic Russians. And it's like, okay, and they get rid of him, and all the two most Russian um, uh, provinces, right, Donetsk and Luhansk, say, well, this is not a legitimate government, so we're seceding, and mm. so they did and became independent republics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and and the Ukrainian army for eight years bombed them right it dro- you know, dropped artillery shells on villages for eight years and nobody had any idea about this and finally, when the Biden administration says, yeah, we should have UK- Ukraine join NATO and we're gonna start that process, Putin says, all right, that's it. we're going yeah. in and and like if if just to have it framed in reality of what actually happened, Then you understand, okay, this is not what I have been told at all. All right. And and so you look at like 2017, like why didn't this happen, you know, in the, in, from 2017 to 2021,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's because, right. Trump didn't push these things. Yes. He gave arms and things to Ukraine. He basically maintained the status quo that was, you know, extant when he was, uh, came into office Mm -hmm. and, and that is just, that's too much right? Just too much for them. Uh, they, they wanted to plunder Russia. They thought, okay, if we can bog the Russians down in Ukraine and kill enough Russians, their government's going to we're going to, we're going to put on sanctions on Russia and their whole economy is going to collapse because it's, it's nothing but a gas station. <laughs> right. And well, lo and behold, and we're going to bomb this pipeline because they're not going to be able to sell oil and gas to, to Europe anymore. And their economy going to tank. And that didn't happen. Like none of the stuff that they tried to do happened, And so right here we are. They they've lost this war. It's over. And the, the most, I think, interesting thing, the most important thing um, as it pertains to like domestic politics is this is, I, I think, probably the best litmus test of all of these Republican, you know, also ran candidates
1: mm-hmm.
0: is where were they at on Ukraine? You know, at, the,
1: at the beginning. At the beginning. Yeah. Yes. At the
0: beginning of the campaign. And 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 or even before well, at the beginning, the beginning of the of the, war. Of the
1: conflict. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. What did they say? Right. Uh, because from the beginning, like you have Trump and he's a he's a shrewd political operator. Like people think he's an idiot. Um, but he's like, you know, the war would be over in five minutes if I was president, right? We would have a peaceful negotiation. And,
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: negotiation would be they get Donetsk and Luhansk, like it's gonna start and end there. Mm-hmm. Um And that's probably what would have been conceded. Right. And so, right. uh, But you look at this, like, and this is, this is why when you get into like the DeSantis stuff. um, And I mean, I hate even talking about him at this point because it's, it's done. It's over. Like he's, he's, it's finished, but I think it's instructive to the people that are like still hanging on to hope that maybe we can get him somehow um, is he goes on Tucker Carlson, even before he announces as, as a candidate and says, uh, basically, Realist foreign policy stuff about Ukraine, like you know, we should not be sending arms and weapons unaccountably over there, and and we should try to end this end this war. And within twenty four hours, right, he releases all these statements. This is the exact opposite. No, we need to stop Putin and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, why does he do that? Why mm-hmm. does he say those things? Because he's not a billionaire. He can't. Mm-hmm fund his own campaign and say whatever he wants right uh you
1: can't say what he actually believes this, this has been what donors say this has been my problem with ron DeSantis from the beginning i've I, like i've never been like all that like i loved him as governor and all that but like we just talked about the immigration thing like i haven't heard barely anything from ron about like the like the world historical crisis at the southern border the only yeah. one even mentioning it is vivek yeah which is, so, I mean, the irony of irony which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because well, I mean, that's part of our culture too: is white people can't defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, you we have to. We have to have an Indian guy do it for us, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, we, yeah. Exactly. We have to. We have to. Like the the Indians are taking all of our jobs, including pointing out the problem at the border. Yeah,
0: and, and but I mean, the thing with him too is, um. It is, I mean, initially, like the Trump thing, I thought, I I just thought like, oh, this is thing Republicans always talk about, right? It's not that big a deal. And, and that's how they treat it. It's like just one of, one of many issues, right? Oh, let's talk about the economy and let's talk about, you know, Obamacare and all these different things. And yeah, I guess we should, you know, talk a little bit about immigration. And and it's like, no, like that's the big domestic issue, bar none. And and if you are not treating, if you're just treating it like, oh, that's just another part of my campaign platform, you know, we're going to, we're going to secure the southern border. You know, it's like.
1: Yeah. Or what? like crack down on illegal immigration or something. Yeah. Like they're literally shipping. It's spoiler play talk. Hordes like, like uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's funny because camp of the saints is like literally like understated the entire problem.
0: Yeah, it's 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 much bigger than that. Yeah. Right. In it's like work of fiction. Um and and you know, and it, it's like the fact that I, I don't know why I mean I, I actually I do know why. It's because his donors don't want it to be dealt with, mm-hmm. right? Because they benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Right. They that's why. Like the Republican Party is dominated by massive corporate interests that benefit from mass migration, they benefit from foreign policy adventurism. And, and if somebody threatens that the gravy train is over. And so like, that's, that's why. And I guess, yeah. One of, one of the other events of 2023 is this, you know, very impressive governor that, you know, you and I both, you know, had, had a high opinion of, um, I think has had the most disastrous presidential primary campaign for like where he started, you know, um, In, in my entire lifetime. I can't yeah. think of an example it's, of a disappointment.
1: It's like, amazing, like, you know, though, like how much potential he had. First of all, why did he run like yeah. that's, I mean, we don't this wasn't really a t- 2023 topic maybe that we covered. So we you can move on, to. But there's a lot to say about DeSantis. And there's a lot of lessons for future Republican or, or otherwise candidates Um, like. Like how many times does it have to be made plain to you? Stop listening to the donor classes.
0: Yeah. And the consulting class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that's, I mean, yeah, but the problem is they have to.
1: Yeah. Cause he, he they have to listen to them financially. He can't exist without them. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, like you,
0: you have to be independently wealthy to be mm-hmm. able to step out of line and mm-hmm. say what people want. Like that's, that's, that's the thing about all of this is um, like, I saw, you know, today um, about, you know, Governor Mike DeWine who vetoed this, you know, trans bill. Right. And, right. and Jesse, you know, Jesse Kelly, who I, I actually, I have, you know, a lot of people, you know, dog on him. I, I kind of like him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, t- he tweeted out the Republican primary, you know, results from the last election and DeWine won by like 30 or 40%. Like he had, a, he, he dominated mm-hmm. and it's like, see, The voters, you know, the voters need to, it's their fault. It's the Republican primary voters fault. And it's like, come on, man. Like, do you really believe that? Like that they just all, like they could just will themselves to have a better gubernatorial candidate than Mike DeWine, Mm -hmm. right? No, all these problems are for the top down, Mm -hmm. right? The donors wanted Mike DeWine in office. Mm -hmm. The donors wanted it. They didn't want anybody else. That's why it is that way. And Trump is the outlier to all of this. Yeah. Right. That's what people need to understand. It's like, like, oh, the Republican primary voters finally got one right. How about that? It's like, no, no, he's the outlier because he ran with his own money, Mm -hmm. at least initially. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, that's why. Like, they, people do not, like, in his heart, I mean, maybe, maybe he does believe it and actually believes in democracy. And yeah populism and things like maybe they, they, that's the problem is like you actually believe that is the that... i mean that
1: is the problem like you you have got to get over that like you cannot pretend like it's like <laughs> 1915 or something and like it's you gotta vote better guys so, so out of touch <laughs> i know <laughs> every day is out of touch thursday if you believe in democracy
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> right that's what that that's quote that if you
1: believe in democracy Every day. Every day. It's out of touch Thursday.
0: It's out of touch Thursday.
1: Well, um,
0: yeah, on that point, on believing in democracy, uh, one of the other events, this is more more personal rather than like meta political stuff, but the um, the G three conference and various associated, you know, uh, evangelical, um, you know, ostensibly conservative evangelicals, uh, went on the warpath against Christian nationalism. Uh, this summer. And so, you know, we what talked to, f- and, and they, yeah,
1: they, it was a complete suicide campaign. Like,
0: the I, kamikaze, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, no, seriously, I think, I, I, I can't think of a, an issue where they, I mean, obviously Christianity, we all have fun, like making fun of Christianity today, but like no yeah. group has done so much to just shoot themselves in the foot. than all the G people attacking G three people attacking Christian nationalism. It's, it's yeah. Amazing.
0: And it, and, it and, and part of it, I mean, other people have, have made this point, but I think it's worth saying here is you know, in from like twenty fifteen to twenty twenty, um, you had you had a pretty monolithic um conservative evangelicalism. Right, uh, at least on the internet and kind of within the public mind, right? You had you know Tim Keller and Russell Moore and and people like that, kind of at the top of the hierarchy. Uh, you had the Gospel Coalition at the top of the hierarchy, and after twenty twenty, or by twenty twenty, that uh, collapsed. Right? Mm-hmm. You can look at you can look at like the Gospel Coalition on Twitter, and like you or I can send a tweet about our lunch like take a picture of our lunch and it'll get more engagement than, than the average, than really anything that they post.
1: Yeah. Right. It's, it's insane.
0: Right. It's it's, it's dead. It's gone. And so there's this vacuum, right? There's this vacuum for like, who's going to take the mantle of, of the big organization that will lead evangelicalism.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And G3 was, you know, really poised to kind of take that. Right. It was, it was, it's a, you know, to speak in crass, you know, business terms, it was market share. Yeah. And so they wanted to be the, the big boys at the, the King of the Hill. And, um, that I think they were trying to flex their muscles that way and be able to say like, we're at the top and, and this, we're going to set the bounds of what, uh, what evangelicals are allowed to believe politically. And, the problem with that is, I mean, because you what you had after twenty twenty is like Russell Moore goes to Christianity Today and it's super. It was already super woke, and it's only gotten even worse. You see today, they, their big article <laughs> is about using pronouns,
1: <laughs> 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 and uh, so like that's that's just uh, yeah point, right. And by the um, way, I, I'm all for I'm all for it. Like this, this is part of like the accelerate. Like it needs to burn, you know. Oh, like, yeah it's just hilarious it's a it's a good thing they're exposing themselves as yeah. uh capitulating to, to every regime talking point there is
0: yeah and you see this with like like acts 29 has kind of done this like they they kicked out her friend chase davis for being you know too right wing um uh, or something um uh, and uh yeah i don't think he even actually knows why uh he was taken out um and you know all these different groups uh that were at the top of evangelicalism, two things have happened. They've either gone like super left or they've tried to situate themselves as like the anti-woke liberals,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Th- that's the two directions that, that people went. And <laughs> what's hilarious is like um, the, we, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, like wokeness arose out of the liberal post-war consensus. And so to like, to take liberalism and champion it to oppose wokeness is, is, is self-defeating. Yeah. You're always going to end there anyway. Mm -hmm. And, and so, (laughs) and so you see this, like they, they, they latch on to James Lindsay and which also, you know, is just hilarious. Mm -hmm. And they latch onto him and like, uh, just start tweeting out obnoxious, uh, really half baked uh criticisms of anything to their right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and 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 so and and they 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 showed they demonstrated just their foolishness and, and how they hadn't thought through any of these things and they talk i mean you see this with like Jenna Ellis right every time she tweets out something stupid um that they they have no frame to think about these things outside of of liberalism and we love democracy and freedom and 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 we are against socialism. Things like that. And it's there's like there's nothing, there's there's no there there. Right. Yeah. And so what is happening is yeah, they, they shoot themselves in the foot big time. And what is there what is left? Right? Well, the emergent new Christian right is the thing that people are are going to because right, we're telling the truth about things that that no one else will tell the truth. I mean, just talking about immigration, for instance, like that's a topic they would never dream of touching. They, they would, they would just talk about it in the same way Ron DeSantis does like boilerplate. Well, yeah, we should secure the border. You know, that's a good idea, I guess, you know, like, but, but they, they're not going to talk about it in these terms that, that you are, that this is, this is something uh, that is unprecedented in the history of the world, like world historic nightmare that is mm-hmm. being wrought upon America. They're not can to talk about it that way ever. Ever. Right. Right. And so, you know, I, I, it was just this self-immolation that, that they did this year. It it really is something remarkable um, in, in terms of not being able to see the writing on the wall and continue to plow ahead this way. Um, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm blown away by it. You know, it is, um, it is, uh, I mean, it's, it's been good actually. Like they, yeah. they, they need to, um, I mean, I would prefer that they would just agree with us, um, obviously, but I think for people to kind of repudiate, you know, their whole system and mm-hmm. and what they think it has been, has been great. Yeah. Um, so anything else to add about that or anything else from the year that was 2023, you know, if we covered it, is there anything big we missed? Uh, maybe someone in the comments could, can, can bring it up. Um, but I think, I think we covered, we covered everything I wanted to talk about today. Anything you got CJ for
1: 2023? Yeah. <clears throat> Not really. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I, mean, I mean, there's obviously all the, all the, we've talked about all the Trump stuff. I mean, it's just like the same, like, you can talk about it again and again, all the different yeah. cases and yeah. uh, indictments and it's all fake, you know? So <laughs> it is interesting though. to like to see, well, let's talk about this. I know we have a couple of minutes left. Um, do you think that Trump is actually going to get the nomination in the presidency? Do yeah, you think, we didn't
0: talk about this. Do yeah. you
1: think? Do you think he's going to be on the ballot against Joe Biden? Those are two different questions,
0: uh, but uh, similar. Um, I think. I mean, I think he's going to win um,
1: the, the Republican nomination or the whole thing. The whole thing.
0: Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's different. Well, yeah, this is where we we disagree. <laughs> no, up disagree. I,
1: I, don't, I don't know if I disagree. Yeah, I, I think he's I gonna win. I you
0: think,
1: don't think they're gonna stop him?
0: I think they're gonna try. I think they're gonna try every, they're gonna throw out every possible thing they can. I mean, that's what this is. Um, I, so, I mean, some so, of it so is what do you think
1: about Vivek's theory? Uh, that,
0: yeah, so I wanted to get to that to Vivek's theory yeah. or the thing that he kind of threw out that's vague and cryptic. Um, all right. We should maybe tell the listeners like what is going on with Vivek. Uh, he says that, you know, there's some kind of plot.
1: There's a and, well, the deal. The deal was made. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a
0: deal that they're not going to replace Biden with um with Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama or someone like that. There's been a deal that has been made and it's risky to them, but it's they're going to try it. And so I, I think what he's referring to is they're going to try to sabotage Trump getting the nomination. Right. Disqualify him, all these different things, jail him, whatever, and give Nikki Haley the Republican nomination. That's his and, theory, right? And and then the then she'll you know beat because people don't like Biden, they'll like her more than uh than than him. Um, and I she'll win in a she'll she'll win. They won't do any of their fortifications. I could see them she
1: I could see them doing that with Ron, but who likes? Who likes Nikki Haley? Uh, nobody like, does. But I don't. Who likes Who
0: liked Mitt Romney? Who liked John McCain? Right? Uh, like nobody. Nobody does. Right. And so I, I think this is their like their gambit that they're they're going with is that they'll they'll obstruct Trump, keep him from taking off office, and I, I, and in one in one sense they're probably thinking right. Well, it'll be good because it'll be a Republican and that'll that'll be some red meat to you know red America that at least a Republican won. And and part of it too is they will be able to say, look, Trump's just a loser.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: He lost fair and square. It's there's no there's no cheating. The, the elections are secure, right? See a Republican can win. Mm-hmm. And like that's part of it too, I think. Right too, because part of it is to restore confidence in the system right they see the right. they they see the um uh the delegitimization that has happened right them, and they want to relegitimize right and so this is i mean this is what you know like Rothbard said about uh, and others have said about uh, Ronald Reagan right is that after you know watergate and everything else all the delegitimization that happened in the 70s Here's this re-legitimizing figure.
1: Yeah, right, Uh, exactly. And (laughs) so
0: that's what I mean, I think it's her, right? Because she's she's I mean, she's an Indian Hillary Clinton is is what she is. Yeah. In the Republican Party. So
1: you think yeah, but do you think she'll actually be able to beat Joe Biden?
0: Yes. Yeah. I think I I think at this point, you know, sans fortification, um, any of the republicans
1: see here's the downside though here's the downside like if the choices between nikki haley and joe biden like the number of people that will go out to vote <laughs> will just be like nothing yeah like nobody will, like who cares like that's a delegitimization uh, oh, yeah. factor right there well and i think that's that's part of the gambit is
0: is like at, at a certain level you're dealing with pretty stupid people right um who I think they would think in their minds that like a plot like this would work.
1: Um, <laughs> they also think that America loves them more than America actually loves them. <laughs> so, precisely. Yeah.
0: Precisely. And so I don't think people realize, like, if you take Trump off the ballot or if you throw him in prison, people are not going to all of a sudden, well, I guess we have to vote for Nikki Haley now, right? No, people are going to be furious.
1: I'm not voting for Nikki Haley. No, I wouldn't. So, like yeah. you, would,
0: you would have to point a gun to my head to make me vote for her. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, I'm not going to do it. And I don't think, you know, probably anybody listening to this yeah. is going to do the same uh, or anyone like anyone listening to this is going to do anything like that. Anyone that that loves Trump, which I mean, you're talking tens of millions of people that love Donald. They're never going to vote for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think it would work. Um, so, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he, Biden would just win um, <laughs> somehow.
1: Accelerate. Right? Yeah, But
0: that's I mean, but I think that I, I think Vivek is. um I don't think he's just blowing smoke about this yeah. stuff. Like the But here's the other
1: thing. So, if Vivek knows, there's got to be people around Trump that know this. Yeah. So, why is Trump out there saying nice things about Nikki Haley?
0: Well, I mean, you have the um you you have the like leaks from the Trump camp this like last week where they're like well, maybe she's gonna, maybe he's gonna pick her as the VP. I don't know. He's he's she's, <laughs> he's considering her, and like, I mean, I think most of that was obviously fake because it's the same thing. It's like, I, don't, I think I wouldn't vote for him if he did that, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people, yeah, they've, the they've got, to,
1: they've got to know that the team and
0: and Trump, Trump knows that, and like Don yeah. Jr. tweets out like, "I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure this never happens." Like, no, yeah. I, I think they they know it. I mean, Trump does do this stuff. Remember, like the iconic picture. Mitt Romney at dinner with Trump, like, I'm going to make? maybe I'll make you secretary of <laughs> state yeah. and, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. And so it was,
1: it's like it was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and so it's like, he does that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, and, and some of it is just, you know, the Show game biz. of politics, yeah. right. You're, you're keeping friends close and enemies closer kind of thing. Yeah.
1: And so she is like she I mean, Joe Biden obviously has like something seriously wrong with him. But Nikki Haley's dumber than Joe Biden is.
0: I think so. And that that's saying something. Exactly. I mean, you saw this week the like for some reason they're talking about the Civil War and they're asking her like, (laughs) well, Nikki, what was the cause of the Civil War? And she's talking about like you know, freedom, you know, and, and like, I mean, she's talking about it. Like it's
1: like, it's she was, people need to remember too. She was on the, she was on the leading edge of like tearing down Lee statues and all that. Yes. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. She took yeah.
0: like South Carolina for decades, right. Flew the Confederate flag over their capital. Right. She's the one that took it down.
1: Right. And right so right, She right. was the,
0: she was the, yeah. The leader of the whole, that whole thing. And so some of it is like, I mean, she's, she obviously knows like the standard answer you're supposed to give is well, slavery caused it, you know, uh, and she
1: couldn't even do that.
0: <laughs> and she couldn't even do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think it's because like, she's afraid of offending people in the South uh, <laughs> because she took down the Confederate flag in South Carolina. Like she has no problem with, with, yeah. you know, putting her thumb on those people. And, and so, um, I, I, I think, I think she's just really dumb. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And, and then you even listen to her talk. It's, it's, there's, there's nothing that like she just even like the the debate clip of Vivek say, can you name three provinces <laughs> yeah and she can't she's laughed <laughs> she could do it uh, and, and uh so, no, she, she's just she's dumber than a box of rocks and so yeah.
1: well that's i mean murray rothbard said this too like speaking of murray rothbard he's like you know we we want these people in government we want people who can't even find the doorknob <laughs> you know like this is who we want in there so
0: yeah Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, well, to a certain extent, that's what we want, but well,
1: they're not in power anyways. Right. They're like, they're like the, the president has no power. Yeah. You know, he,
0: yeah. Joe just, Biden is not pulling the switches on the government. Like we right. know that. Um, and, and she wouldn't either. right? she, she would just literally be a figurehead for, you know, her, her administration, just like Biden, her, his administration is the one doing everything. And, and hers would be the same, right? Yeah. They would be, they would be crafting all the policy. They would be the ones forming all the executive orders. She's really, literally, she would just be signing her name to a piece of paper every day, and, and maybe she and giving them speeches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and so, I mean, yeah. I don't want to ponder like what could happen. I mean, and and the the difficult thing is like so much of this is in the hands of the United States Supreme Court, which is already proven to be incredibly cowardly in anything dealing with elections. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it has always been that way. I mean, it was that way in 2000 with Bush versus Gore, right? People forget that they think like the Supreme court decided the election when actually what happened was the state of Florida under Jeb Bush uh, voted to end the recount and award their electoral votes to George W. Bush. Mm -hmm. And, that's what ended it. And, and the Supreme court issued their ruling as like a fig leaf to, to, um, to cover their own authority, to make it look like they're the ones that did it. See, we're the all powerful Supreme court, but like they were, they were moved by politics. Mm -hmm. And so in this thing too, like there's a reason why in 2020, they didn't accept any of any of the, uh, Trump campaigns, um, appeals before the election, which that was the thing that afterward Right, they said, and all the federal right. judges said is like, well, this was stuff for before the election. And it was like, We filed all these lawsuits to try to stop this stuff, which was totally unconstitutional. Right. State secretaries of state. This is the thing with Maine. The Secretary of State of Maine can't just unilaterally say, Nope, can't be on the ballot. Right? That's the job of the legislature. Yeah. To determine those things if this man is disqualified. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not or or federal courts right. To determine, is he guilty of insurrection? Right. Not, not one person. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so absurd, but like, they don't, they don't, they're, they're very cowardly. They don't want to do that because they actually don't have the power that people think they have, mm-hmm. right. They, they are a tool of the regime, right. They serve at their pleasure, right. All it takes is Joe Biden or whomever uh just packing the court, right. There's, they, they can do that yeah right there's no constitutional amendment that says it has to be nine people right. There could be 500 people on the Supreme Court right? right I mean just imagine that 500 uh Kentaji Brown Jacksons oh yeah. uh, <laughs> right on the Supreme Court accelerate <laughs> let's, let's accelerate <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you're now you're really going on um but like that's what it would be right that so that so I, I so that right there I'm maybe talking myself into black here.
1: Um, no, those are the white pills.
0: Yeah. Those are the white pills. The The white pill on this stuff is the white pill. That's That's right.
1: right. (laughs) It's like you telling me, like, those are the things that get people like, like shaken up, you know? Yeah. Those are the white pills. The black pill is that like nothing ever happens.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, white pill to this is, I mean, either I can go either way. I mean, I think, I think they will, they'll be forced to issue some kind of ruling, uh, to clarify these things, mm-hmm. I don't think they could just let this go on, right? They have to do something, and um, and so I think I think it'll be overturned. Like the Colorado Supreme Court will be overturned. Um, probably the main. Well, didn't it already? Didn't didn't Colorado's thing already get reversed? I think they p- issued a stay on their own own order. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is kind of bizarre. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's I I think. I think he still gets the nomination, right? And and the thing that they don't get is like with all the plotting and all this kind of stuff that they don't get is that every single thing they've done, they thought, all right, well, if we indict him, it's it for Trump after that, and he goes up ten percent in the in the polls
1: <laughs> every
0: time they do this.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: so if they try to do something like this, like even regular ordinary people that aren't even like not even regular ordinary Trump supporters. I'm talking like people that are totally apolitical entirely will be like, that's pretty weird. I don't know. I I think, I think, I think that's wrong. And I think I, I'm on his side, you know, like that's what, that's what happens when they do these things. And so, um, yeah, push the, push the accelerate button more (laughs) and more. Uh, because like people need to see that. And so much of this stuff, it always goes back to, Um, when you go to the grocery store and the stuff you buy every week costs 20% more than it did six months ago. Right. And maybe in a year it'll be 50% more because they're going to lower interest rates. Mm
1: -hmm. Right.
0: Um, that's when people like actually care, Mm -hmm. right. Reg normal people. And we're not, you know, and this is not like a populist argument or anything because I don't think these things arise out of populism um but it's like normal people don't care until they're forced like you just grab them by the force you will care and you're going to care because now you can't buy stuff yeah right like now you have to care you could you could you could worry about you know whether the vikings were going to win or lose this weekend against the green bay packers on sunday night football you could you know that could be your biggest concern in the entire world you could worry about you know, this, whatever the next Marvel movie is or whatever. Like, no, now it's like the rubber is meeting the road economically. It's bad. Yeah. And that's where I'm, I'm like, okay, yeah. Keep pushing acceleration, but I, I don't want that. I don't want to, it doesn't There's, do me any good. Yeah. To have to pay more money for my groceries and everything else, or it doesn't do any of us any good. But I, I think in terms of like the overall politics, um, people don't care until they're forced to care. Exactly. You know? And so that's where I think we're at. And that's where things are going to go in 2024. Like, um, do you think, I mean, I think this is maybe the last, the last topic of conversation. Cause I know you got to go and I do too. Um, What do you think the crazy black Swan of 2020? I mean, it's a, it's a bad question because you can't predict a black, black Swan by definition, yeah. but um, like, One, is there going to be one? And two, what could it
1: be? I think there's going to be a fake Christian nationalist terror terror attack thing. Like right wing. False flag
0: kind of. Right wing. ultra thing.
1: What do they call it? Christo-fascist. Yeah. There's going to be something crazy and we're going to get blamed for it. Yeah.
0: It it seems like they're trying to prime the pump for that. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, This is maybe why.
1: Or do you think it's too early? I think 2024 could be the year for that. Do you think it's too early for that? Um, you know, if if I were,
0: if I were in charge of all the ops, right. Right? if I were sitting in the Hoover Building right now, thinking like, what can we do? Um, I would say let it grow to be like an actual thing, like a big thing where you have instead. Because I mean, how many people are identify with the new Christian right and and Christian nationalism and things like that? Like, like positively. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe, maybe 10 or 20,000 people tops.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But if it became a thing where you're talking like a million people believe this, that would be the time to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Uh, or, or, or 500,000 people, right. When you have a, a large enough chunk of people that are like, this is my thing. This is what I believe. Um, Then, then it's time to, you know, do shenanigans like that. Um, and so if they do it, you know, if they do it early, cause you want it to be, you want it to be at least a semblance of an actual threat, right? That's what you want. Um, and so I, I don't know, they might, you know, they might that's, go. That's half kind hard.
1: of, that's going to be my, my prediction for the theme of 2024 is Christian extremism
0: that, that they're going to like conjure up this boogeyman yeah. of it. Yeah. I don't know they've if they've been it's doing like a- yeah. yeah,
1: I don't know if it's gonna be like a one time th- thing, or if it's just gonna be like this sustained narrative drip, you know, about how no. dangerous these people are, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that
0: could be. I mean, and and, and this is why, um, yeah, this is a good question from Forms Respector. Um, you know, does it? Does it matter if they paint all evangelicals who are not okay with gays? Of course. Nationalism. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it does. I yeah. mean, that, that that's part of like the question of. That's what's hilarious. Like all these people, yeah. like,
1: like, like Brady Bush and like all these people on Twitter. And they're like, all well. going to get the same label.
0: Yeah, like the, you see this, like they called uh Nathaniel Jolly a yeah, Christian yeah. nationalist because he posted something <laughs> of, against gay marriage or or whatever, yeah, yeah. and and it's like, yeah, that's that's what you're going to be labeled no matter what. That's the point that that like Torben I have made and and Wolf and many others have made is like you're on you're
1: on the train, buddy. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you're a Christian and you are in any way politically opposed to the regime, guess what, buddy. Yep. you're a Christian nationalist. Sorry. Yep. Um, so you can hate the label and, and go kicking and screaming about the label, but you are, um, that's that cause it doesn't matter to us, right? What we positively call ourselves. Mm-hmm. It matters what they call us. Yeah, And that's why it's important. I think to unify around a distinctively Christian politics. Right. Um, and, and, you know, people don't want to do that. They want to just, I want to be totally secularist and pluralist and have 1990s America forever. That, that's not possible. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I think in terms of the question of, right, you go by that label, right? Because they do this all the time. Nobody, like they, it's like Schrodinger's cat, right? Uh, no one is actually a Christian nationalist, but also there's tens of millions of them, <laughs> right? They do, they do both things. They'll, they'll be like, well, according to this polling, <laughs> Lots of people agree with Christian national, a lot of most evangelicals agree with Christian nationalism based yeah. on the, you know, metrics. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and, and so with regards to timing, like if they're doing it that way and they yeah, want that's... to paint any conservative evangelical as a terrorist, right. Then, then, then you're probably right, CJ, that 2024 is the year for them to do um false flag stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's incredibly important.
1: Well, I, vigilant. They're going to put out things like, you know, you know, like extremist warnings. Like if someone yeah. opposes gay marriage, you know, they're probably a Christian nationalist and Christian nationalists are known for, you know, yeah. terror campaigns and stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, and it's like, it's an easy game for them to play.
0: Yeah, they, they could try to do this. I mean, it, it's easy in one sense and difficult in the other because, right, like Muslims actually do have a history of using violence, right? It's obviously, uh, so they, they could do that during the war on terror because there were, plenty of examples like the worst violence from Christians is like, you know, people burning down abortion clinics and things like that, which is almost universally condemned by Christians to do that stuff. And so it's, it's much more difficult like rhetorically for them Mm -hmm. to play this game. Um, I mean, they try to do it January 6th and say that was a Christian nationalist insurrection, um, because somebody put a big cross out in front of the Capitol and they'd love to use that picture. Um, but I think it'll be much harder. Like they, they'll actually have to have somebody do like a a shooting or something like that, and then have have you know Stephen Wolf's book in the car or something. Right? I mean, no, I mean I'm, I'm not even joking. Like they'll try to do stuff like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or your book? Yeah, yeah. And like, I was inspired by, the, and it's like no, like every, every every possibility, every possible chance I get, I, I say we are totally nonviolent. Anybody who even breathes a word of, of violence. You need to totally repudiate and steer clear of people like that entirely, mm-hmm. and, and and that that I think is the message to for 2024 that has to be blasted everywhere is we are nonviolent, never ever going to do violence. That's not a, a, what this is about ever. Um, that any anything that occurs, any any use of force has to be political and
1: legitimate. Although I will say, Andrew, I'm about to go violently eat some tacos. So, <laughs> oh, well, back to full circle, back <laughs> to the go. immigration question. Uh, All right. Well, um, that's true. That's true. Without, without immigration, I would have no way of knowing how to put it. it. Yeah. yeah putting beans inside a, a tortilla.
0: And a piece of bread probably. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, I have to get going too, uh, Thank you all so much for listening and, and making, uh, for us personally, 2023, a great year. It has been, uh, so much fun. If you haven't liked and subscribed and all of that stuff, do it. We want to get to a thousand subs on, on YouTube before the end of the year. We're very, very close. Uh, so tell your friends, make 50 burner accounts and we'll get there. Uh, but for us, um, stay, uh, peacefully and nonviolently dangerous. And uh, until next year, we'll see you next time.